Welcome to Four Be The Things, an inventory of curiosities, community, connection, and collaboration. That's Deanna. That's Nicole. And we're here. <laughs> Hi. If you haven't been here before, let us welcome you. How you doing, buddies? <laughs> welcome. <laughs> no, we, uh... We are just two ladies. Just two ladies living our lives. (laughs) We check in every episode. Yeah, well, let's, so we break it down to four sections. There you go. Number one, Deanna and I do a little check-in with each other. Mm -hmm. Number two, a section called Food for Thought, where we try a new foodie item, usually three options, and we talk about it. And then we have a little beauty wellness section where... Um, our guest that is on the episode talks about their favorite beauty or wellness item. And finally, number four, the biggest portion of the podcast, is an interview with a mover and shaker. Usually local, but we're also expanding a bit as we get larger and have more listeners. Thanks to you guys. Um, But it's a wonderful way to have four separate sections, four different ways to kind of enter in with different interests. And um, we've been going strong. It's our 2019 wrap-up party. Mm -hmm. This is episode number 10. Which is great. That's a lovely number. It is. For our end of the year wrap-up. This one is a very, a very fun one. Yeah, because we're not doing our typical format. We've got a guest named Darrington Clark, a local actor, barista, warm soul. Just a gem. Who is actually one of our top fans. He's been with us from the beginning. Yep, and he loves it and has been dying to come on. So we thought, come on down, Darrington, (laughs) get on this podcast for our final of 2019, which is a best of. It's a seasonal delight. (laughs) We, uh... We have our top four things for in each, ten different sections. Each section, and we had our get our, our listeners write in. Yeah, so their we're featuring some items. of you. Um, but most importantly, as always, we really do ask you to rate, subscribe, mm. and review. Most importantly, I'd say is review. Um, leaving a little review pumps us up, and what that'll allow us to do is get more high profile guests on here Mm -hmm. because the more people we get on the more people listen and it really helps us out and we are appreciative of those who have done it already so take a little screenshot of this bad boy on your phone share it away oh tag a friend tag us yeah we love a good tag we love you guys thank you so much have an awesome 2019 wow be safe out there cheers see you next year all right, all oh, welcome Darrington Clark Hi. to the pod. Um, we're headed into our final food for thought wow. of 2019. Yeah. Here we go. So what we've got here is, this is my new favorite thing. I've had them all, so I've never compared them, though. It's called Sunwink Sparkling Herbal Tonics. Um, do you want to describe what it looks like to the listeners? Yes, it's really, really cute. Mm-hmm. It's giving you this, how much is it? This 12 ounce <laughs> blue, light blue, periwinkle, if you will, <laughs> bottle with a golden cap. Yeah, and, and it's matte, so you can't see the glass no, bottle. Uh-huh. No, And they're glass. Yeah. They're real cute. They're adorable. There's lots of um, text on the side that is direct to reader, like they're speaking to you. Oh, yeah. 
yeah. You know what? This, product. this uh, little artwork on it mm-hmm. reminds me of the like our Instagram story background that we use. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was meant to be. Yeah, you're right. So on brand. It's definitely on brand for us. The colors are great, but we're gonna do a tasting of three different kinds. So I say um, we're gonna do detox ginger first, mm. which is ginger, cinnamon, dandelion root, and burdock root. Burdock. I love ginger. Oh, then you're gonna love this. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I've been this satisfying. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. You've had these before? You've yeah. had them all. You said. Uh yeah. I. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I um, bought them because I I am a sucker for any sort of like packaging. And I really uh-huh. liked the bottles. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, damn, these are good. Because <laughs> it's, I was like, is it kombucha? No. Is and that's it... what I was thinking. This reminds me very much of that. I don't know what a, what a. Herbal tonic? And an herbal tonic Mm-mm. is. A sparkling herbal it's tonic. But it feels. Well, here it is. Hello, future herb drinker. We created Sunwink so you can easily give yourself a little love each day by drinking the power of clean herbs. 1% of net sales goes to women and Mother Earth. Oh. Enjoy and welcome to the plant family, Eliza and Jordan. Oh, what? That. I don't know. Women and Mother Earth are both capitalized. I don't know if those are people to hmm. them or it's an organization. I don't know. Yeah, there's more <laughs> research to be done there, but you I know guess. what? They're, they're supporting. Ginger detox. Cheers, right. everyone. Cheers. Mm. It smells delicious. Oh, it does. Ooh, it's for real gingery. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's so light. It is. The smell is stronger than the taste. It is. To me. But it's natural. It has that very real ginger taste where mm-hmm. it's a little spicy. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's not like a candy or No, no. Like it hits me more afterward than my initial sip. But it's really Once pleasant. I was like sitting. Yeah. yeah. I enjoy this. So good for you while you guys are doing a show. Mm. Right. No joke. Like that would be, yeah. ginger is so good for you. Mm-hmm. It's a good detoxifier. Mm-hmm. It's also like really good for if you have any sort of digestive issues. I need to drink this every day. Yeah. Yeah. No, really it's nice. like a natural, it's really good. Ooh, Does yummy. it say, I'm going to let's peek at this. I want to see like if it says how much of each thing. I know, right? or... mm. That's great. Wow, it's literally just those things. Known to detoxify and stimulate your system. Told you. It's good. Wow. I love that. Do you? Yeah, that yeah. was a strong opener. That was strong opener. Well, get ready because they only get better, I think, from what I can remember. Mm. I'm following them on Instagram now. Well, well <laughs> you got Dana's us. Dana's like, I'm not trendy. <laughs> I don't know anything about that. I don't get anything about trends. So because I only follow brands. I don't follow celebrities as much. Brands Brands count. are trendy. Yeah, They what? are in there. They are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lordy. Well, we'll have to pick our favorite one, and we can continue mm-hmm. to drink them okay. throughout the pod. Mm-hmm. Um, whoops. Darrington, why don't mm. you tell us about Alrighty. what the second one's called and what's in there? Um, our number two Sunwink sparkling herbal tonic is Immunity Berry. Mm-hmm. It has got elderberry, which is so, so, so good. So good. Goji berry, I'm also a fan. Tangerine and hibiscus. Do you say hibiscus or hibiscus? Hibiscus. Oh no! You know when you heard you both say what hibiscus? I say hibiscus, but I hear people say hibiscus. No, I don't say that. Hibiscus. I think I do. Hibiscus. You say hibiscus. Hibiscus. Tears in the whole scene. I'd also like to make note that I've been very into Prosecco lately. I don't know what my deal is. And we're also drinking Prosecco and like organic juice. So we're feeling good. It's very trendy. I'm sweating. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Something's weird. All right. Okay. Immunity Berry, Immunity people. Berry. Cheers. Cheers.
Let's snip it. Ooh. Ooh. I still have hibiscus for me. Oh. Hibiscus. I like, what did I say? Nose. I said hibiscus. <laughs> hibiscus. <laughs> oh. Oh. Mm-hmm. This what? one has more on the taste than in the, <laughs> the nose of it this time. It's like the flip of the last one for me. Yeah. It tastes stronger than it smells. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You don't expect uh, what flavor. Something. It must be hibiscus. <laughs> that because it's floral. Yeah, it's very floral. This feels very familiar to me. What is that? Mm. Like like an old memory. You're like a long ass friend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hold on, it's like on the tip of my memory. You yeah. know when you can like you get flashes. Yes. Take another sip. <laughs> <laughs> With your Bring eyes closer. Shut. Yeah. What is it? Oh. <laughs> what? Hold on. I'm gonna keep going. I'll keep going. I'll get there. <laughs> Do you need a moment? Just keep talking. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'll get there. I need to keep sipping because it's oh going to drive gosh. me crazy. I like this one a lot. We serve a hibiscus ginger orange tea at Ooh. the roastery. And so it's like these two flavors coming one right after another is like. <laughs> that sounds good though. It is, is very that delicious. good? Mm -hmm. Do you yeah. guys. That's weird. Word. This one has the. Weird. This one mm. has the elderflower, right? Yeah. Elderberry. Or no, the elderberry. elderberry. So maybe it's like a mixture of the elderberry and something else because like last fall I was. I, somebody gave me like homemade elderberry syrup. Really? Mm. That's so good for your oh my gosh. immune system too. Yes, mm -hmm. I was Hence drinking it bed. every day, mm -hmm. little spoonfuls. So maybe it's like a mixture of that and something else that's like bringing something like a flavor back. That's good. I would like to mix this with Prosecco. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see what happens. I'm out of control. Not the first one, but this one, yeah. No. And also, just so you guys know, it is winter solstice today when we're recording. It's the shortest day of the year, meaning wow. we're going to get more sun. It yeah. only goes up from here. That's right. Yes. It's the real. That's why at 3 p.m. it was like midnight. Praise. Yeah. And I was already ready to go to bed. <laughs> but that's that's me all the time. I can't blame the solstice. Really? You're <laughs> yeah. early to better? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not in practice, but in theory, it sounds <laughs> I want wonderful. To be. <laughs> Your body likes it. I love when it Do you happens. get up early then? Well, I'm so used to opening. Oh, at the coffee open, shop. At the coffee shop. That what my time is open? Do. I have to be there at 5.30 for a 6 o'clock <gasps> open. Better than Starbucks. That's all I'll say. Yeah, Josh, our friend Josh, I'm not going to say his last name, but... I uh, worked with him. I know. You did at Starbucks? Mm -hmm. At the 95th Mission Starbucks, He yeah. would go at like 4 something in the oh, morning. That's right. My. On his bikes most of the time. Yeah. That's so funny. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I... It's, I'm an early morning riser, but six is good for me. In fives, it starts to feel like nighttime. Yeah, yes. It feels like you're waking up in the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. like for you're me, not anytime before seven, if there's this, before seven o'clock, I feel, I wake up. We were talking about this before yeah. our show the other day. I wake up and I want to quit everything. No matter what, no matter if I love doing it, I'm like, this is the day I quit. <laughs> That's what I do at 4 p.m. every day. That's when I get grouchy tired. Ooh. Oh my god! That's when I think I naturally need a nap. It's like 3.30, 4 p.m. Mm -hmm. And that's when I'm like, my life is over. What am I doing? Yeah. This, I'm going to give up everything I'm doing right now yeah. and figure something else out. What uh, happened to nap time? Like, why isn't oh that a, god. I feel like it's so beneficial. I just listened to this whole thing about um, how, god, I wish I knew numbers and what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> I wish I had a reference point, but I was listening to something <laughs> or maybe read an article. <laughs> This sounds really legit. Um, about how the countries that work four days a week instead of five mm -hmm. are far more successful and they get more work done. But also the countries that still allow for siesta or mm -hmm. any sort of nap midday, that the amount of producti productivity is like unbelievable. I bet. Because naturally our bodies tick at different paces. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
And to be able to have some downtime midday just recharges you. Exactly. That makes Shops nothing but sense down, to me. down, restaurants close yeah, down. Yeah, just for a quick you take second. take a nap. Just a quick second. Just lay nap. down. Just everyone lay down. down. Right now. If you're not, if you're you're not driving, <laughs> lay <laughs> the fuck down. <laughs> um, Deanna, please, oh. our final one. And I'll be honest with you. This is the first one I tried, and this is when I fell in love. Oh, my oh. gosh. So. This is a lemon rose uplift. I don't know what this first thing is called. Demania? Let me see. Ooh. What's that first one? Either. Damiana? Yep. I don't know what it is. That's in there. Mm-hmm. Lemon balm, mm-hmm. hibiscus, mm-hmm. and rose. <laughs> wow. See, I like anything rose. So for some people, oh, Damiana is a shrub native to southern Texas. Central America, Mexico, South America, and the Caribbean. Uh, it's a relatively small woody shrub oh. that produces small aromatic flowers. It's like cute little yellow flowers. Oh. Uses, side effects, blah, blah, blah. It's used okay. to make medicine. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it was used mostly to increase sexual desire oh. as an aphrodisiac. Oh, wow. uh, Yeah, Damiana is commonly used by mouth as an aphrodisiac and to treat sexual problems. Wow. Oh, wow, wow, wow. I mean, I will say this does smell like I would just love to, like, put some candles on and sit in the bathtub with this Mm -hmm. surrounding me. I thought you were going to go someplace. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, but, and no. then get sexy. I was like, thank God we have the explicit. Show. It's actually, we, we click explicit. Do oh, you? Yeah. We do oh, any time, just in case. Because I forget. I curse Great. sometimes. Fuck. Yeah, there you go. Awesome. Use it. <laughs> we're safe. Hi, Mom. You stay at home, too. Go ahead. Everyone. Scream it. Well, cheers, everybody. Cheers. Uplift. Yay. Oh, yeah. Mm. You guys like that one? Oh, yeah. yeah. Man. The lemon balm is really strong. Dude. I it's loved like it. It's like the perfect mixture I of that citrus. I like these. Smooth. Mm. And they're all carbonated. Um, but it's not It's not like having like a Waterloo or a La Croix. Those are too bubbly for me. Mm-hmm. This is right. perfect. This is, and a serving size is one bottle. And we're talking 50 calories was wow. the most. Wow. The other yeah. ones are 30 and 35. Wow. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Like, this and is cute. And they're vegan. Like, this is cute. Yeah, so good, right? And mm. then you could recycle mm. these glass bottles, or you could put water in it and look real cute with this bottle. Actually, that's true. You could put flowers in it. That would be nice. <gasps> Did you get overwhelmed? I love it. 100% <laughs> recyclable. Yes. Let's see where these guys are made. Drinksunwink.com. They're on Instagram as well, so we're obviously going to yeah, have to tag them. Yeah, that's going to go ahead and happen. Right? So good. I love that one. Yeah, it's Drink beautiful. Sunwing. San Francisco, which makes sense. Yeah, on brand. Yeah. But so yummy. So, Darrington, you're a frequent listener. You I know am. that we have to go yes, from tops to, put to these bottoms. In order. <laughs> oh, gosh. I know. I need to look at the labels again. I think I've got it. You know Let's what? Let's hear it. Uh. From bottom to top or top to listen, you're third, the second, guest. Um, no, I'm gonna do first, second, third. <laughs> this is my favorite, the lemon rose uplift. Uplift, it's absolutely delicious. Mm-hmm. Followed very, very closely by the detox ginger, and ah. then immunity berries last for me. But don't be confused; they're all very delicious. <laughs> Nobody's a loser here. Mm-hmm. I'm just forced to do what I have to do. You're right, mm-hmm. Deanna. And this is so good. My top is also this. Lemon Rose Uplift, mm. followed by Immunity Berry. Mm. I thought the ginger would come in second, but I loved that elderberry. I'm with you. And then the wow. ginger last, yeah. 
But it's still very good. Right. I could see, yeah, I can see myself on a different day being like, I want tons yes. of ginger. Right. But man, that lemon rose. That is delicious. <laughs> she says she knocks it back. Oh, you guys go follow them on Instagram. It's adorable. Yeah, this like pale blue is all over it. No, it's such a cute bottle. Really tasty treat. I thought you guys might like these. Yes. Oh, good I'm so choice. Happy. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> this is not a traditional. Right. For be the things. This is a seasonal best of. What's another word for things that are special edition? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> one time only. Limited but release. Maybe next year, but also one time only. Yes. Mm-hmm. Limited release. Mm-hmm. Anything you want that makes me want to buy it at the grocery store, I'm gonna call this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, special 2019 wrap up. Yes. And we thought, who better than to bring on here than Mr. Darrington Clark, uh, one of our favorite listeners. I am a super fan. <laughs> Episode one, I was like, oh, absolutely. He's been with us the whole time. This is the content that I want. It's a big (laughs) driving, it's a big commute podcast for me. Mm -hmm. Thank you. It's a big uh, keeping up with things that are happening local for me because I'm very, very bad at that. And so hearing people from the community, some of whom I know and a lot of whom I don't, talking about really cool things that are happening um, is just really awesome, I think. It makes me feel like I live more in the city than I've lived oh, in my entire life. That's awesome. <laughs> what a nice compliment. That's so sweet. God, my head is giant now. <laughs> We're just going to put that in the beginning of every episode now. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> we just replayed during this compliment <laughs> over and over and over. <laughs> so what we've got is we put out our feelers to you, dear listeners, about uh, 10 categories. We opened up nine of them. The 10th is just for us. Mm. Um, about best of, and there's going to be four for each category to be on brand of four be the things, one from each of us in the room and one from you, from a listener. So, um, we'll be sharing your handles on Instagram so that if someone's like, Hey, I like that too. Make a new friend, Mm. follow somebody new. Connect. Exactly. We're all about connection here. But let's just launch into it. Yeah, let's yeah? do it. Let's do it. So mm-hmm. our first category is our favorite beauty item of 2019. Mm-hmm. And I knew this is going to be Dana's. <laughs> this is her category. Yeah. Uh, as She's so not trendy and so not I'm a so not trendy. <laughs> you guys, I don't keep up with celebrities. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Google what Stan was. You know, not Stan. Happy. You know that I'm trying. We'll talk about oh, it. Oh, sorry. I'm sure we'll talk about it. So yeah. favorite, and please note that 2019 was a long ass time. Oh, really? so long. So it may be just what comes to your head first, mm-hmm. but uh, Truly. let's go on through. Deanna, you wanna, do you want to launch into there? Yes. So recently I found this Kansas City company called Wildcraft Company and they make wild wash soap. Mm. I met the woman who makes it at the Strawberry Swing at Union Station that I randomly went to. Can you tell us what that is? Oh yeah, Strawberry Swing is one of the biggest indie craft fairs in the country according to like Huffington Post or something Get out of here. on their Instagram. Yeah, they have it a couple times a year in Kansas City. They have an Instagram you can follow but they had a big holiday one at uh, Union Station, and it's all local vendors. Mm-hmm. And you just walk around and buy a bunch of stuff. It's a very dangerous place. Hmm. But I have been looking uh, uh, just 
I always like trying new beauty products. You know this. Mm -hmm. And I have been intrigued by the face oil trend. And I have like a combination acne prone skin um, that I'm slowly learning how to conquer. And I talked to the woman who makes Wildcraft soap. And she recommended her fearless face oil. And I have been using it every night. And I love it. You wash your face, then put that on? I, so I wash my face. Mm. I spray my... Mario Badesco? Mm -hmm. Which one? The purple one? Lavender. With lavender in it. Mm -hmm. I spray my face toner, mm -hmm. my toner. And then I put... It's like a tiny jar, a little, you know, yeah, dropper bottle. I put three drops on my hand, and I rub it in. And she said it's probably going to last me like a year and a half, that one bottle. Wow. Face oils cost... At least fifty dollars a bottle normally. Yeah, nuts. This one was like thirty something. Wow. Very like affordable, especially if it lasts me even a year. Yeah. Even half a year. Like it's amazing. listen, that's great. Um, and my skin, I thought I didn't know what the face oil was going to do. Um, but it feels so good. I feel especially very hydrated. Yeah. And it's not breaking me out at all. I feel glowy. Beautiful. Love it. That is amazing. Do love it. And we will, don't worry, people, if you're listening in your car and you're like, damn it, I didn't write it down, um, we'll put all of this in the show notes. Big old show notes. Big mm -hmm. old list. Big product list. I love it. <laughs> I know. Every time I look at it, like, what, what yeah, have we got today? Like what are we shopping? So, Darrington, your favorite beauty item of 2019. Yes. Um, a little while ago, I put out on my Instagram that the winter was destroying me and mm. I needed help with... Uh, moisturizers and face cleansers and things because everything that I was using, things that I had been using for such a long time were suddenly not working. Mm -hmm. um, and I just wanted to see what other people in my life were doing and I got a range of response and uh, shout out to Brie Woods because she recommended what I am picking for my favorite beauty item which is um, a Glowbiotics acne cleanser. Ooh. And Glowbiotics is this company that I, I have no idea what they're about. I'm certain that it's not local, but I went online to their website, glowbiotics.com, I'm sure. Um, and they have a variety of different options, and I chose um, the Acne Cleanser uh, Face Wash and got it sent to me. It was in this lovely, beautiful packaging, mm. and I have never used any, like, the way that my skin feels after using it is wild. You use it every day? It's great. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the biggest thing, what I love about it the most is that in addition to clearing up the natural acne that is on my skin, it's also, it really keeps my face moist. That's wow. nice. And it, like, I, I don't know if there was something specific about this winter or just living in Kansas City every now and then we get a rough one, but there mm -hmm. has been no moisture in the air mm -hmm. and I no. feel it all over. And this was the first thing that I used that like really kept it in there and it smells so good and it feels really nice after you use it so Ooh, good one into nice. glowbiotics they have a, they have a whole myriad of things that are specialized for like if this is what you're dealing with use this if this is what you're dealing with like whole charts and things so I love Brie them. worked at Ulta didn't she That's for right. a while mm -hmm. so I remember during oh. being in a Christmas carol with her at Kansas City Rep and we shared a dressing room and I was like the makeup is breaking out my skin mm -hmm. and she came in with these like <laughs> tiny poisons like little she's like try this one try this one yeah and it was so thoughtful so she is the queen mm -hmm. well when she submits when she submitted when she suggested this to me she was working at facial bar oh perfect oh, so, yeah. she so she knows she knows she, she knows bitch knows her stuff mm -hmm. um my favorite thing uh i just rediscovered in my cabinet but it is a lip product mm -hmm. coloring lip i got it from uh, a woman named melissa torsha who is a costume designer um and she was a costume designer for Pride and Prejudice mm -hmm. at Kansas City Rep. It's called Benetint. 
by Benefit. Okay. It oh. is a lip tint that's like this pink. It comes in one color, but you can layer it on to make it brighter. But it does look just like, you know when people are, they look, I'm putting quote unquote dewy. Mm-hmm. When they just look like you're yes. glowy, yes. you have barely any makeup on, your lips are like slightly pink. Mm-hmm. That's what it does. And huh. it's rose scented. So oh, you wow. put it on and it's t- truly just a tint. So it doesn't look like you're wearing lipstick or lip gloss. It's not shiny. But um, I used it as my character. I was playing Lydia, which is the youngest Bennett daughter. And she was like pink, 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 pink. Mm-hmm. So I layered a lot on, but I just rediscovered it. And I was like, naturally in life, if you want just a little color it doesn't come off on glasses or anything like that and the scent clearly i'm in a rose phase (laughs) right right it's everywhere but is really awesome and Mm. she i was like i'm not really a makeup girl i need something and she was like i swear by this like Mm. it doesn't irritate your skin it doesn't dry you out it doesn't get clumpy because it's just this like it's almost like red water wow with a paintbrush it's and it was it's called Benetint. Mm-hmm. And Benetint. it's by Benefit, the And you brand. were playing a Bennett? <laughs> I guess that's true. <laughs> I yes. thought it was a gift that they gave you as like a show <laughs> gift. Benetint. I wish. That's funny. <laughs> they gave me a postcard with my old my own face on it. Wow. But uh, that was one of my, was my other character, an 80-year-old woman. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I played a lot of things in that show. But yeah, and I was like, Dang, I forgot that this existed. I'm always looking for something to put on my lips. Yeah. So that would be my pick. That's Love awesome. That. And finally, number four uh, was shared by our fan, our listener. Um, the handle is at Cooking with My Tie. And they suggested Meet Alley Oop mm. as a makeup brand. Hadn't heard of them, mm-hmm. went on their Instagram, cruelty free, making really creative products. It looks like skincare and makeup. Wow. Um, really impressed by them. So excited to actually look up something yes. new. Have you guys heard of that? No, no not at all. I know. I'm Is stoked. it Ally like the name? It's Meet Ally, A-L-L-Y-O-O-P. Hmm. Yeah, so we'll put that in the show notes, but thank you, Cooking With My Tai. Yes, I love suggestion. that suggestion. Are you ready for our next category? Yeah. Next category mm-hmm. is... Favorite wellness item. Favorite wellness item of 2019. Absolutely. Perfect. My favorite wellness item was something I already had at home. It's just my yoga mat and my yoga mat towel that you gave me. Nicole gave me one. It's yogi toes. Yogi Yogi toes. (laughs) I found myself, I've been out of practice right now because of the show, but I was doing some sort of like stretching or yoga every day um, in the fall and my back stopped hurting as much as it normally does. Um, So I want to get into that rhythm again. But I used to be so scared of doing yoga on yoga mats or wherever because my hands sweat and my feet sweat and I would slide. And it was embarrassing in public or at home even. It's frustrating. But Nicole gave me this lovely yoga mat towel and it grips to it Mm. and I can do whatever yoga I want. Isn't it so nice? I love it. Amazing. It's almost like when babies wear those socks and on the bottom there's like those circles. Grippers. That's basically what it is. And it's great for hot yoga. That's when Mm -hmm. I got my own because you could sweat all over the towel and just throw the towel in the wash. Mm -hmm. And then you don't have to worry about yoga mat cleaner. Yeah. Or if you have hyperhidrosis, get one. Talking to you, Mike. (laughs) 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 Not the person, Mike. Yeah. 
Talking to you, hyperhidrosis community. <laughs> that's a great one. Yeah. I think that's a good one. That how about so you, Darrington? Um, I don't know how long this app has been in existence. Maybe it's not new at all, and I just found it in 2019. Hmm. Um, but have you guys heard of the app Fit On? No. I think I saw it on Jonathan Van Ness's Insta. Oh, okay. It is wild. It's a workout Fit app. On. But I don't have a lot of experience with those, but I feel like I should because when I go to the gym, I'm essentially making my routine up. Right. And there's a lot of uh, machinery that I don't know how to use and technique and forms that I'm unfamiliar with. And mm. so from watching other people and from having some friends, I've sort of pieced together what my workout routine is. But my roommate, Allie, um, put me onto this app, which is totally free and has, I'm not kidding, hundreds of workout options of uh, like not full yoga moments but like different stretches mm -hmm. um you can set alerts on it to remind you during certain times of the day to get up and stretch wow. or and they have these little things that they can work you through but especially like the full 17 to 24 minute workouts that they specialize for different body areas mm -hmm. are hard like you can get the ones that are easy and work your yeah, way yeah yeah that's great i was sort of thinking okay i've been going to the gym for right. a while i've sort of built this up like let me see what the intermediate to advanced is about <laughs> and it kicked my butt <laughs> but like what blows me away about this is that it is free and that there is so much available God, like i was just so scrolling good. and scrolling and scrolling it's like look at all of this i like so many of the health and wellness and fitness apps especially are very expensive yeah, they or the are. ones that are free give you like two things and then you have to pay to be premium yes. to access yes. the rest of it and how do you tell like what's good for you and what's not and what's going to work for you and fit on just has so much and it has been really really awesome to go to the gym and know that i have a plan and not cool. feel like i'm you know drowning in these athletic waters. That's so good. <laughs> that is mine. Love it. Mine is, I mean, I can't say Dram again, but if I could say Dram again, <laughs> I'm obsessed with Dram. Um, look them up. I'm drinking one of their CBD seltzers Currently. right now. Um, but what I would say, and I'm stealing this because this is also Andy, it's my boyfriend's, um, is Ollie, O-L-L-Y, vitamin gummies. Mm -hmm. So I have gotten into a regular vitamin routine. Um, first led by my nutritionist who was like, take fish oil every day, please. Yeah. Um, Should I be taking fish oil? She was like, it'll help you with cravings. Um, she also what? said vitamin D. Mm. So I take like a turmeric vitamin D. Mm -hmm. I think it's vitamin D. I take vitamin D. Um, yeah, and then I take a woman's multi gummies, which it's just, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because I'm a baby, but I have no problem swallowing pills. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, no, that's not the fun. purpose. But I'm like, mm, gummies. Yeah. But the ones that I'm really, if I'm talking gummies and I have to choose one thing, they make a one that's called Beauty Sleep. They have a regular sleep one, but Beauty Sleep in particular, I take one before bed and I'm a shitty sleeper. Mm. I got to be honest. I'm an amazing napper. Mm -hmm. <laughs> amazing napper i can nap <laughs> at any point during the day but sleeping i toss and i turn and then i got this fitbit for christmas and then mm -hmm. you track it and then yeah, you're like wow this is bad news <laughs> like do i sleep ever but actually the serving size is two i'm like i don't want to take two i'll take one and one does the trick and it makes i can see it on my fitbit app wow. the difference wow and they're really tasty it's not mm. too much sugar but it's a really easy way to like start to incorporate vitamins in your daily schedule in the way that it's like when i have a ton of vitamins that are the swallowables mm -hmm. i'm like I, i've gotten those plastic things that old yes. ladies get yes i just can't keep track of everything but when it's gummies for some reason i'm like cool it's time for my it's gummy like a little treat today and andy yeah. definitely 
eats all my sleepy gummies with me, um, which is fine. But he has his men's multi on his side of the bed because he's very into a gummy vitamin too. I'm like, look how healthy we are. <laughs> it's great. So I've seen um, those at Target. Yeah, that brand. It's in like kind of a square plastic mm-hmm. thing. You can order them they're online. Colorful. Yeah, very colorful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they're really great. And I, I did a lot of research on uh, gummy vitamins to see what some of the best brands were. Because some of them are just gimmicks. Yeah. You don't know what's yeah. in it. Yeah. But this one was great. So I'm going to say so, my beauty sleep, Ollie, gummy vitamins. Excellent. I'm going to be going back through these show notes. Like, <laughs> Hold on. Let me make let my me list. It's is. so good. The I know. If only if I was going to say after holidays. I was, if only it was for Christmas. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah after holidays, we'll be on too. And then how about our fourth from our listener? Yes. Our fourth uh, wellness item is from Marissa Tejada. Hey, Marissa. We've been working a lot together recently. <laughs> um, and her Instagram handle is at Marissa Tejada. T-E-J-A-D-A. With an underscore. underscore. Yeah. Um, And her wellness uh, 2019 item is green juice from Ruby Jeans. And if you don't know Ruby Jeans, you are missing. Have you had Ruby Jeans? (gasps) No. I was just about to ask, like, what's happening? They are genius. They started out on Troost. Now Mm -hmm. they're located in the Whole Foods, but they have multiple locations. There's one I know by, in, like, the financial, right outside of Mm P&L, like, the financial Mm -hmm. area, because it was by One Life. Oh, I oh, see. I used to sure. go to the one on Troost, and it's the cutest. They do like salads and protein balls, mm. but they're particularly they have a juice called kale yeah, <laughs> and it's green, but it's like almond milk and kale and a bunch of stuff, and it is so damn good. Wow! So she is onto something. Yes, she knows Marissa. You know what's happening. Yeah, you know what's up. What a great wellness trend. Yes. All right. How about into the third one? Deanna, you remember what that is? Local discovery. Favorite (laughs) local discovery. Now, we're located in Kansas City, Missouri. Mm -hmm. I know from the stats that we have listeners not only all over this country, but we have multiple countries listening. Wow. Isn't that cool? Yes, that's awesome. Over 10 other countries, which is pretty neat. Heavy in in England. We've got some Australia happening in there. Hi. Shout out to you guys. Uh, We've got Norway. Way we've got Denmark. Um, That's amazing. I know it's very cool. But we're gonna talk local discoveries because we're in Kansas City, which Mm -hmm. means when you come, you've got something on your list. Mm -hmm. What was yours? It's a great question. Mm. It's a really great great question because I'm nervous about it. Why? Because there's so many good local. Oh, I know. I just changed mine literally right now. Just now? Mm -hmm. What is yours? Should I go first? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I changed mine because I've already talked about Wild Wash because we know yes. I like them. Mm-hmm. Clearly. Uh, Family Tree Nursery uh, is my jam. I was just telling yeah, you about you them today. Mm-hmm. I love them. Mm. They're located off, it's like 75th and Neiman okay. in Mission. Mm-hmm. Um, it is just a plant nursery. Um, and they're the loveliest people that work there. Mm-hmm. They are, it's so cute. And then if you go into the nursery, you can like hang out in there. But if you go in and like look around all the plants, you can pick any plants you want and a pot and they'll pot it for you and like make it look perfect. It's just, I love it. Fun. They're so kind. That is super And it cute. ties into one of my other favorites. Right. We'll Ooh. get there. We'll get yes. there. Yes. Um, my favorite local, mm-hmm. God, it's so hard. It's yeah, so hard. Yeah, it's tough. Because it's, for me, it's always a lot of foodie places because we try a lot of new bars, a lot of new mm-hmm. restaurants, a lot of special, like, nights. You know, I found a lot of, like, pizza night at Extra Virgin. Ooh. Like, that's mm-hmm. a good one. But I think my favorite local discovery, God, I just had it in my head. Uh-oh. It's just like that, that taste I had. That mm-hmm. 
that never, never came back. back to you. It's a quiet memory. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. My favorite local discovery uh-huh. is the Brookside Farmer's Market. Oh, duh. Oh, yeah. duh. Oh, duh. This is why I love it. It's all organic. Not every farmer's market in Kansas City is. And the farmers, the people who are working there, are so generous and so kind. Mm. Um, Sacred Sun Farm is one of my favorites. Two Birds, I believe it is. Um, there's just so many spectacular people who... You forget how special it is to walk around and get to meet the people who have pulled your food out of the ground. Yeah. And to hear about the struggles, like there were terrible storms in Kansas City and that can destroy someone's livelihood. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times when we're walking through a Whole Foods or a Trader Joe's, you don't realize it. You don't feel as connected to your food. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But this particular farmer's market is run in such a beautiful way that... It feels warm. It feels inviting. All summer long, there's live music. There's sometimes yoga classes for free outside. And it's small. But, man, you can grab a coffee or a pastry and walk around and get your meat and get your veggies. And I had a really good time this summer sort of planning meals based on what was in season, Mm -hmm. which I haven't done in a long time. Um, And a lot of times it feels... You know, you run to the grocery store and you cram it in in between things and you don't make it a priority. But I've realized that grocery shopping and cooking have been a real meditation for me. Mm -hmm. So going to the source has been really special. So um, Brookside Farmer's Market actually goes all winter as well. I think through February. It's an every other week. And it's a wonderful way to just talk to people Mm -hmm. and take a breath and take a a moment to connect to what's coming out of the earth around you. Yeah. God, I have never sounded so crunchy. <laughs> so crunchy. I know. That's great. But I love it. Where is it located in the winter when it's not in the parking lot? It's on Home Street. Homes. Homes. <laughs> and it's in a medical building right along there. So you go past 63rd um, and you can see a bunch of signs for it. But cool. it's pretty mm-hmm. abundant in the winter, too. Yeah. And there's stuff like homemade lotions. Today I uh, went by so there and there that. was like homemade uh, hats and things. It was the winter mm. market for holiday things. Um, it's it's a great spot. It's so worth just on one Saturday, make it a priority to spend an hour of your morning. Mm-hmm. Yes. You'd be surprised how good you feel leaving there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that's so cute. Romantic. That was a beautiful description. Thanks. I've also been drinking a lot of places in Kansas City, but I'll tell you about those another time. (laughs) Yeah. We'll have our own, like, cocktail episode. Well, I mean, I'll tell you about it now. My uh, favorite local discovery this year, uh, there's a new bar that opened up in Westport in the basement of Ale House. It's called The Fall. What? Okay. I follow them on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I've seen it. Mm -hmm. Hashtag not trendy. Not Not trendy. trendy. (laughs) (laughs) Not trendy. We're saying that about Deanna, not the fall. (laughs) No, the fall is very trendy. (laughs) Um, It's an Alice in Wonderland themed bar. What? It is so cool. I've been a couple times. The first time I went was on Halloween, which I want to say is when it opened. I might, the fall, don't at me. I don't know if if that's true or not. Um, But it is just so cool and vibey and they have themed drinks and on busier nights they'll have a DJ and have live music and it becomes sort of more what you're used to in the Westport area. But if you go just like on a Tuesday, it is such a chill vibe. It's so interesting. There's um, 
fake greenery all along the walls as you're going down the steps. So it's like you're falling <gasps> into the rabbit Dana, hole. Dana, you, you know? would take so many trendy photos I with would. that background. I love it. <laughs> it is just, it's this really cool and just that it was so new that it just sort of popped up and had an Instagram presence, which is how they have garnered what I imagine all of their base. Yeah. Just people seeing it online and then going and it just being this little cool thing that is inside another bar. Oh. I love it. Do you need to have reservations? Is there a code? Is it you just show up? Nope. You just go. It was difficult when we went on Halloween sure. because it wasn't, I don't want to say it wasn't finished because it was, but you had to go into Ale House to get there and now it has its own entrance and cool. you can find your way directly there. It's really cool. I love that. Mm. And how about our fourth for our local fourth, discoveries? Yeah. This one's from the Costco Peach. Hi, Costco Peach. <laughs> um, and... The local discovery is oddly correct coffee. coffee. Mm-hmm. Right? Specifically, she mentioned there's an industry day for any sort of um, other baristas, I suppose. Uh-huh. Which excites me very yes. much. Yes. At 50% off. She thinks Thursdays. We'll Maybe look it Thursday. Up. Maybe Thursday. Yeah. We'll but see. what's cool about oddly, one, their coffee is spectacular. It's delicious. Two, their coffee bags. Have you seen them? Mm-hmm. No. So... Whoever the owner is, I wish I knew his name. I'm so sorry. But he carves um, portraits of people and stamps them, hand stamps these bags. So for a long time, I was buying these coffee bags and saving them because they're They're truly like art piece. They're his art on these coffee bags. And we were going to frame them, but we lost them in the move when we moved here. And my heart broke. Mm -hmm. Um, The other cool thing was... We were just saying... No paper cups. Yes. A lot of coffee shops are trying their best to incorporate some sort of sustainability Mm -hmm. or recyclability into um, their waste. But what Oddly has done is made a very bold choice in uh, deciding that glassware, glass jars, are how they are going to serve all of their coffee. And you pay for that. If you don't bring your own cup, which a lot of people do as well... you will pay the extra dollar or whatever it is to have your drink served to you in a glass cup, which then becomes your reusable cup. And you can come back and bring that and there's no extra fee for you. Mm -hmm. Um, Or if you like to collect them or if you forget, you just pay for that glass. But paper is entirely eliminated, which is massive. Mm -hmm. Ballsy. Massive thing. Yes, and and it's bold. very cool. Mm -hmm. Because I I would love if that ignited a trend. Yes, more people. The roastery um, is now using paper straws. Great. Mm-hmm. And we have um, entirely compostable uh, uh, cutlery. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, but we still have paper cups. You know, we still have the paper sleeves. And especially as large as a franchise can become, the roastery is still a local company as well. Mm-hmm. But it has a lot of locations. It's sort of become a mini chain, you know. Mm-hmm. And they, it's a lot it's to, to make that decision company-wide that this is going to happen. So mm-hmm. I really respect and salute Oddly for making such a strong choice that is so towards what we should be trying to accomplish. Yeah, I agree. I think that's so great. Um, So thank you at the Costco Peach. Leah Mm -hmm. shared that with us. Um, Our next category, (laughs) movie slash TV, which is really hard to do. Mm -hmm. Um, However, we must. Yes. You know, favorite movie TV. Darrington, you want to launch us in? Yes. Uh, I really, really enjoyed Jojo Rabbit. Did you guys see that? No. No, I heard about it, though. It was, like, my friends, like, sort of drug me to the movie because I didn't know anything about it. Mm -mm. And so I kept my, you know, mind open. But I was like, oh, I guess I'll see this movie that I don't know anything about. Um, It was so weird. Like, there were elements of avant-garde. It's... uh, 
centered around this little blonde-haired, blue-eyed boy who is, uh, during Hitler times, during the war, who idolizes Hitler and wants to be a Nazi. And over the course, it takes place over the last couple of years of the war, and um, you slowly sort to see him try to go into this Hitler boot camp and find out that he's very unsuccessful because he's genuinely very passive. Um, and all of the doctrine is like, hate these people, you know, hate Jews. Um, little does he know in the beginning, but finds out that his mother, um, who is uh, sympathetic to the cause of the Jews, is hiding a Jew in their house. Wow. He finds her, they're around the same age, and they develop this sort of, like, not relationship, because they're both very young, but him just sort of realizing that people are people, you know? Yeah. Um, but it's it's just, it's still very much an artsy film with beautiful shots and an excellent mm. cast. Scarlett Johansson is an incredible Scarlett girl. Scarlett Johansson? She's everywhere. Um, she is! She's really everywhere, but she kills it in this, and it was just a really interesting, it wasn't what I was expecting at mm -hmm. all, but I would highly recommend it. Cool. It is a great sit down and watch this film. I love cool. it. Love it. Um, mine would be The Crown on Netflix. Mm. I was having a hard time between Marvelous Mrs. Maisel and Which The is Crown. Which is an excellent show. My But um, The Crown is up there for me. Mm -hmm. It's just so beautifully shot. I love learning about the history, even though some of it's fiction, some of it's nonfiction. Right. The actors are just spectacular. Mm -hmm. It's inspiring to me. And it's hard for me to sit still. Like, I'm not a movie watcher at all. But for an hour of The Crown, I can sit multiple hours and just be like, I am fixated wow. on how stunning this is. So mm -hmm. that would be my pick of 2019. Absolutely. I had to. I couldn't decide because I have my beginning of the year and my end of the year. Okay. <laughs> my beginning of the year was Handmaid's Tale. We, we binged the entire thing. Yeah. <sighs> mm -hmm. Just go watch it or don't. Yes. I've never seen it. Oh, you got to be gosh. in the mood. Yeah. But I think... You know, this is a good year to watch it with the election coming up. <laughs> it it'll put you in the mood to like fight mm -hmm. for Be something. Active to yeah. Do something. Yes. Um, and then now, Great British Bake Off. Oh <laughs> yeah, so I'm wholesome. still I'm still deep in it. I think I have one more of the newer seasons I'm watching right now. Mm -hmm. And then I I think I have a holiday special. Collection Four is the best one of them all. Is that the one that you texted me about the other night that you were watching? No. I've gone through a lot recently. <laughs> <laughs> I just put it on, and I but go yes. been baking because of it. But I Google I just watch it all. Google get on Netflix and do Great British Bake Off: The Beginnings, mm -hmm. and that's a whole nother season from the old old hosts. It's in a separate category. It is. It makes no sense. That makes me happy though, because that means that I have more. more. Mm -hmm. And I, and the, I appreciate that they're still doing it, and they have new people. But I, I do like watch the, Mel and Sue. I like the old ones more. <laughs> I know. Me too. Oh, that's great. Well, what's our, our yeah, what's our our fourth is from at Weaver Nil. So at W E A V E R dot Y A S D N I L. That's mm -hmm. Lindsay Weaver. She did our first episode, <laughs> mm -hmm. and she said, along with a couple others, Fleabag. Yes. Yeah, I've heard nothing but amazing things. I haven't watched it yet, Me but neither. I heard comedically, it's so smart. Mm -hmm. It's British, I believe. Um, so that is a big one. We've mm -hmm. had a couple people say Fleabag, so that means I gotta watch it. Yeah, it's on the list now. What is that on? Do you I think guys Amazon know? Prime? That's cool. <laughs> That's cool. borrow somebody's code if you don't have it. Yeah. I've got one. I do too. Slip into my DMs. <laughs> <laughs> but don't buy anything. Right. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> That's dangerous. Well, let's go into our next category here. Excellent. Which is 
podcast. Woo! Best podcast Fifth of 2019, podcast. except we're on one. Whoa. So we can't say ourselves. What are yeah, the other that, that can't be the option because it's right there. Um, I think I'll go ahead and start because our yeah. um, listener response, I think, would be a nice bookend. Great. Um, but I have been listening to this podcast for a very, very long time. It's called The Read. Um, it is by two uh, internet personalities who I really, really love, both uh, black and queer. And it started really as sort of this coverage of pop culture in a very funny and like comedic sort of way. But over the last, I think they're about to have their seventh anniversary. Damn. And I've been listening since the beginning. Like they have grown into, especially an African-American pop culture phenomenon wow. with um, how they interact with their listenership. Um, they now have a show on Fuse late night. Uh, they have been touring the country for years and selling out um, all of these stages. They did their five-year anniversary, and they're going to do this anniversary show at the Apollo Theater wow. that they have sold out now twice. It's wow. in my own um, neighborhood. And it's just it's just queer, black, young voices talking about things that are happening in pop culture, but also giving um, funny but very serious and articulate commentary about race in America, about culture, and uh, the read uh, comes from the idea of reading, which <laughs> is um, a term that we now understand to mean is like calling someone out, you know, mm -hmm. on something, or like standing up and saying, this isn't right, this is something that you're doing wrong, this is why. And mm -hmm. at the end of each episode, they have a read where they pick something that has happened recently, and sometimes it's very, very heavy. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's about George Zimmerman, or sometimes it's about our administration currently. But other times it can be, you know, I'm reading the wind because I'm cold and <laughs> I had to go outside today, you know? Listen. I love them. I think that it is worth a listen no matter what sort of race or ethnicity mm -hmm. or nationality you belong to because they're funny, they're comedians, but it also just keeps me abreast of different things that are happening and topics and it's super fun. I'm subscribing. Yeah. I'm on. That was a good sell. <laughs> they should hire you. That's and a good one. And I love one. that there's so many seasons to like... Mm -hmm. There's a lot I of episodes. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, you can yes, binge. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mine, it's a tie. Mm -hmm. I hate to do this. Mm -hmm. I know I'm talking about two at the same time, but this is where I really got stuck. So I have two MVPs of 2019. The first one is one that I recently stumbled upon called Go Help Yourself. Mm. She's applauding because she likes it too. That was on mine, but is I it? remembered my most favorite. Go Help Yourself are these two funny ladies. I believe they're LA-based, um, Lisa Linky and Misty Stinnett. They read self-help books every week, mm -hmm. and they review them, talk through it, and then give each other homework to live by something from that self-help book. Wow. Uh, one of them is like, okay with self-help. The other one hates self-help. She's like, I hate being told what to do. Yeah. They're funny. They're smart. They're thoughtful. I love it because they don't come at it being like, we know everything. It's truly like people discovering in the moment. Mm -hmm. But they are they feel like your friends. Mm -hmm. you're friends. You listen in the car and you're like, I'm hanging with these two women. I want to hang out with them. Yeah. Um, I believe one does improv in LA, which I, I think like, they both do. Yeah, it's definitely possible. She's a, one of them is a writer as well. Um, but mm -hmm. yeah, just, I've real I've come to realize I listen to a lot of heavier podcasts and mm -hmm. the ones that stay with me at all times are the ones that are lighter and there's yeah. comedy mm -hmm. to them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and these, these ladies are funny. So go help yourself a play on go F yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, so, good. so that's up there tied with my other favorite, which is very different called spilled milk. Mm. Spilled milk is my food network for the ears. Yes. Wow. So relatable. <laughs> So Spilled milk are these two folks in Seattle. They pick a food item. This is where food for thought, like, 
my foodiness comes from. Mm-hmm. They pick a food item. They do a walk down memory lane of like, what was my experience with baked beans growing up? They make it, they eat it, and they talk about it. Oh my gosh. We listen to it falling asleep. I listen to it <laughs> when I'm cleaning my house. It's one of those things you ha- don't have to like, did I just miss something? Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's so joyful. It comes out every week. Yeah. I've made suggestions. They call me Listener Nicole. Oh my god, guys! Oh my gosh, I you're am famous. Famous. <laughs> How long are their episodes? Short. I think maybe forty minutes. Mm-hmm. Nah, less. Thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. But they're cute. They're fun. You can. They just are approachable. And again, funny people. Like funny, quirky people. And everybody knows what it is to have a food memory. Right. Of like, yeah. what is that? Or oh, they yeah. pick something that they're like, I have no memory of this. I hated this as a child. Ooh. I didn't like mayo. But now we're trying may- mayos. Like, mm-hmm. so spilled milk. Really I love good that. one. That's it's good. really fun. They're both just light and joyful. Mm-hmm. But I listen to a lot more. But those yes, are my. Same. Those are my faves. Mine is also a comedy podcast. Yes. Called My Dad Wrote a Porno. Yes, you put me onto this. This is on my podcast app now. We have put a lot of people onto it. Mm -hmm. And probably everyone has passed us because Justin and I started it together as someone recommended it to us. And so we only listened to it together. Hmm. So on like driving to St. Louis or driving up down to Olathe or whatever. Uh, So we're very behind. Mm -hmm. But the main guy his dad wrote a porno an erotic novel (laughs) sold it online they got their hands on it and they were like let's read it out loud and comment on it um the dad's pen name is rocky flintstone so bad the story is called belinda blinked and so you know of course it's belinda blinked like it's that belinda i love it every time they say (laughs) it belinda um and she's a pot and pans salesperson <laughs> that has to have sex with everybody. Stop. Like, and it is just hysterical. Yeah. Like, I yeah. have never laughed so hard at a podcast. Sounds fun. I've I heard it. it this one multiple times, but I just haven't added cool. it. Cool. And they're from the UK. So they have great accents. Absolutely. That's everything that you want to listen to. And you have so have many seasons ears. now to go binge. Mm-hmm. And how about for our fourth? Our fourth uh, 2019 suggestion for podcasts comes from Khalif. Hey. Um, but make sure when you're looking up his handle that you don't use an A in Khalif. It is K-H-V-L-I-F, and you will find him and all of his amazing artwork and photography. Shout out to Khalif. <laughs> um, his suggestion is Off Book, the Black Theater Podcast, mm. which is one that I have never heard of, which is odd, being <laughs> a black theater maker. Um, but from what we could find of it looking up is just this uh, survey and this coverage of everything that is happening uh, with African-American people uh, on Broadway and mm. in the theater community. Prim- primarily, I'm sure, in New York. But um, I think that that is really, really awesome. I listen to a podcast called Call and Response, which is very, very similar. Um, just covering what is happening with African-American people on multiple sides of the table. We're not, mm, not cool. just the actors, but also producers and tech people, like right. um, sort of shining a spotlight and allowing people to see what is happening in the African-American Can community. I ask you, as a curious white woman, mm. like, does does it feel like it would be weird for a white person to kind of tune into it? Does it feel like, hey, this is written for black people, 
this is not for you. Mm. Or it's like, hey, as a white person, you should be curious about this. Right. Ah, that's such an interesting question. Mm-hmm. And I need I can't wait to listen to this mm-hmm. podcast to see how, if they handle that it. That one, yeah. Um, but I know for the read specifically, because I've been listening to it so long, the host's opinion of that has sort of changed. Hmm. It sort of really began as a for us, by us sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And they mainly needed that as a way to maintain the safety so that they could say what they wanted to say. Right. You know, they didn't yeah. want to learn and grow and then have to adjust their speaking patterns because now they have more white listeners Mm. but over the course of time they have acknowledged that white people listen to the show and they love that and they think that it is really interesting and inclusive to be hearing from unfiltered black voices what these opinions are cool um and they sort of offer it as a way to you know be in the know with what's happening but don't but they also set like guidelines and rules but again it's in in a very funny way it's like okay white person you can't just walk up to the next (laughs) black person you know and say do you listen to the read that's not how that's going to no. work. But the information <laughs> and good. It's, overcoming the issues that they're talking about in the podcast is going to take everyone, mm-hmm. right? And so everybody being on the same page about how people are feeling and what is going on in the community can be nothing but helpful. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad that you said that. I was just curious. Mm-hmm. You know, hearing it, it's like sometimes, like I know, like theater pieces, like I went to see for Colored Girls mm-hmm. and I was so Me too, moved. it was amazing. Oh, it was so beautiful. But I was like, this is not for me. Mm-hmm. And that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. That is a really good mm-hmm. thing. Right, sure. But also it's not written for me. But I was curious about podcasts mm-hmm. in that world mm-hmm. where you don't have full control over it. You don't know right. your audiences. But that's great to hear mm-hmm. that it's, you know, it's the same thing. It's like, listen, be curious, mm-hmm. but know that I shouldn't be ragging to other people about. <laughs> what was the other one that you said is similar to this one? Uh, call and response. Call and response. Call and response podcast. Cool. All about cool. Black theater. Adding it. Oh, you guys, we have a slew. We have a year's worth of podcasts. We were like, here's our number one, but here's also three others. Here's your 2020 and what you're going to listen to. Exactly. Uh, Our next category is coffee shops. Yeah, I said coffee shops or coffee coffee products, coffee Mm -hmm. brands. What's your favorite? What's yours? So I'm going to say, and I'm biased because I now work for them, Mm -hmm. but Messenger Coffee... Mm is really skyrocketed. Yes, it is. Um, As my favorite coffee bean that we've got. Mind you, I work there, but it's just such high quality. And I think the more I drink high quality coffee, the more I'm educated about it. And I Mm -hmm. love learning about washed and unwashed, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what, where the different countries that it's coming from Mm -hmm. and the different flavor profiles that are happening. Um, I'm into it, man. Yeah. And I'm deep into it. I love that. (laughs) So Messenger Coffee in Kansas City, Missouri, not only do they bake these incredible loaves of bread and Mm -hmm. baked goods, but they roast coffee on the second floor and their building is three floors. There's an outdoor space on the roof with a little fireplace. It is classy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a really, it's my favorite place to have a meeting. Mm -hmm. So uh, have your next meeting, Messenger Coffee. So now I feel like I want to change my answer. Okay. However, <laughs> my favorite coffee shop is Cafe Equinox, which is in Family Tree Nursery. <laughs> which is by Thou Mayest Which coffee. is by Thou Mayest Coffee. It is so cute. And you can sit in the nursery. That's truly why it's my favorite. My favorite bean right now is I'm st- I started grinding my own beans again. Mm-hmm. And I'm like digging the roastery. Betty's blend. The Betty's blend. Is oh, cool. so Hints good. Of chocolate and I had the holiday one today. And the holiday blend also mm-hmm. very very good. 
What's your favorite? Oh, gosh. So um, I became a barista because I was tired of going into coffee shops and not understanding what was going on. Bless mm. you. You're like, That's I'm really going to educate myself and get paid. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it seems like a very transferable skill. It was like, this will be useful for me to know how to do. Yeah. Um, and as I began to become more educated by a lot of different um, coffee places, because I've been a barista in three places now, um, I can say that the more I learn about coffee, the more I fall in love with it, the more I fall in love with the process, like you were saying, and the more I fall in love with each different company's um, relationship to their growers, Mm -hmm. especially a lot of these people who have these enormous coffee plants in other countries and how the companies treat them. Say what you will, Starbucks has a fantastic relationship with their roasters. They treat Mm. them very, very, very well. Cool. Um, And that's a big place that I got a lot of my coffee education. I work for the roastery now, but sorry, you're not getting my shout out. Deanna did it for you. (laughs) Um, but I will say, bean-wise, they uh-huh. just released a uh, single-origin bean from Thailand. Ooh, that unique. so good. I'd never heard of coffee from Thailand before. No, but no. It, was, it is delicious. You can still get it. It's in, like, all of the grocery stores. It's Thailand's in a little blue bag. Well, they also have a lot of, like, um, their soil from volcanoes is mm-hmm, really mm-hmm. acidic rich. and rich. Good. Yeah, because they, when I went to Indonesia mm-hmm. and Bali, they do a lot of coffee. They have a whole nother coffee mm-hmm. thing that it's, like, making animals poop it out. Whoa. Excuse me. I didn't drink it for the. <laughs> I know, I didn't drink it for the animal animal rights purposes. Right. But people drink it all the time, and Whoa. apparently it tastes delicious. But they like make animals eat, eat it, it and poop and it, out, it out, and then they roast it. Huh. Didn't drink it. Sorry. No, it's like that's too. <laughs> I respect you. I appreciate what you're doing. <laughs> Everyone froze and mm-hmm. was really concerned. However, they grow some beautiful coffee as well. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. so, what is your shout out? Oh. Uh, my shout out does go to Pilgrim. Pilgrim mm-hmm. Coffee, which is on the Kansas side. Ooh, I've heard I'm of mess it. it up. 135th and Metcalf, somewhere around there. Um, and I'm giving it the shout out because I have several friends who work there. Uh, but it is, in addition to having the most delicious coffee, they have the most talented baristas. Ooh. Like, in addition to making, like, the only way that you can make very pretty latte art is to have a good milk consistency and milk texture when you steam it. Mm. And they have such talented baristas who not only will give you a pretty design, but that means that they steamed your milk really, really well. And they have all of these alternative milks that they all know how to handle with such depth and ease. And every time I have a latte there, it is so good. Pilgrim. Pilgrim, Pilgrim coffee. coffee. It is good. Wow. But my oat milk story is that <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, the roastery will put on these little competitions that they um, open up to their employees to make a new drink that can go on their menu. That's cool. Um, take a lot of pride in it, then. I do take a lot. Of, I have a picture of me with my winning band. <laughs> Uh, But I won the competition because we had just received oat milk, and I discovered that when we made one of the lattes that we already had with oat milk, it's a honey vanilla latte, Mm. it it tasted like Honey Nut Cheerios to me. And I was like, with a little bit of fine-tuning, this could be a thing. And so I submitted my Honey Nut Cheerio latte, (gasps) and for a couple months, it was on every roastery menu. I wish I knew I would have gotten it. If you come to my roastery, I can still make it for you. Let's go. Oh my god, that sounds so good. Oat milk is so good. It will enhance everything in your life. Just, I yeah. just need to quickly note that anytime Darrington speaks and you and I have never heard of anything, we sound like two white girls watching fireworks. <laughs> oh, 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 wow. Maybe it's the aphrodisiac. <laughs> I don't know, right. The gotten... aphrodisiac and the champagne. It's all... I'm just loud. Both of us were like, it sounds here. good. <laughs> I've been sweating since the beginning. I so. am worn now that drink is hitting me. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
So what's our fourth? Um, it's from Lydia Fuquay at Lid F L I D F E W. Hi Lydia. Hey Lydia. And the coffee shop is Archetype Coffee in Omaha, Nebraska. We know it's not Kansas City, but we That's looked okay. it up and it looked cool. Listen, <laughs> their packaging looks like a 23andMe box. I need to know more about it, which is very on brand for them. That's cool. 23andMe box. <laughs> Have you seen it? Did I show you? Look at this. No. Oh my god, it literally does. It does. <laughs> or Hanukkah. Or Hanukkah, Take yes. Oh, the inside is very cute. Ooh, that's really adorable. Archetype coffee. So I guess they'll ship to you, which is cool. Right. But we love that suggestion, Lydia. Thank you. Thank you. Let's do our next category, mm-hmm. which is one of my favorites because yeah. it's favorite snack yum, yum, of yum. 2019. Food, food, food. I know. I'm going to start with the guest. Oh, cool. Am I crazy? Am I wild? <laughs> this is from at Marianne McKenzie. Hey, hey Marianne. She said her favorite snack of 2019 was Aldi's Biltong Jerky. Wow. Mm. Unfamiliar. I love a jerky. Yes. Mm. I've never been to Aldi. What? Whoa. Wow, wow. Judgment. No judgment. No, I haven't <laughs> been either. What? I, I didn't think that there was someone else oh, who never. had never been. I need to go. Right now? This is, we need to go. Pause the podcast. I'm taking y'all to Aldi. You need like a quarter or something, right? You need a quarter That's for scary. a basket. I don't know the rules. Yeah, That's why I don't want to go. You take a quarter right. if you want a basket. Yep. Sometimes I'm feeling like I'm just going to bring my reusable bags in and put my groceries in there and take them out of the thing. So you could do whatever you want. There's no bags. Wow. You have to pay. You can pay like for paper bags or they have reusable plastic bags that you mm-hmm. can buy for like 10 cents a bag oh um you'll see people putting things in um like a cardboard box from the shelf that's empty because oh. it's all just stacked up yeah i believe that aldi is in relation to trader joe's it I, is there's some right? sort of connection okay like they're like they the, are the same the, owners yeah it's like gap and banana republic the thing about aldi is I'm sorry to do this to the Kansas side, but you must go on the Missouri side because they sell alcohol. And mm. they have a little winking owl brand of wine. Ooh. Oh, I've seen those. Cute. It's so cute. Cute label. Pretty good wine. It's nice. like two buck chuck kind of thing. Yeah, like, yeah. Does but what a little bit better. Do. I guess we have to go and get jerky and winking <laughs> wine. But the problem with Aldi, for me, I love Aldi. Mm-hmm. I love it. The Her problem, eyes are so large. Me, People, yeah. Dana's eyes naturally are large, like Saucers. a Cupid doll. However, they're so wide right now. I love Aldi. <laughs> I grew up hating it because mm. I didn't like going with my mom because it was always such a th- uh, production. Mm-hmm. But now, I, as an adult, I appreciate it. Cool. But you, you have to walk down all the aisles. There's like two full aisles worth of like home stuff, pet stuff, seasonal stuff. Oh. I love it. I feel like I might get overwhelmed. Don't though. love the coffee. Do they have their own coffee? Oh, sure, sure. Coffee. Don't love That's that. Okay. I bought my dog some advent calendars for treats at Aldi for like five <laughs> bucks. Bought and it didn't go well. There. No, it's so great. They're loving it. Oh, well. I've been forgetting cool. every day. Well, there you go. Aldi. Go to Aldi. We'll do. <laughs> so my snack. Mm-hmm. This is a weird one, you guys. I was trying to decide 2019. What did I snack <laughs> on the most? This is weird. Is Taylor Shellfish Farms smoked oysters? Mm. I know. I Who know. Are you? I have fallen in love with canned smoked oysters. 
I have never been. What's the texture like? <laughs> yeah. It's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> it's an interesting texture. It's soft. I don't love an oyster texture. Well, raw. I love raw oysters, but these are smoked, so it's got a smoky quality. They make them like with teriyaki. They make them with a spiced. Um, it's all like sustainable, and I freaking love them. Where do you buy it? So I've gotten them at the Whole Foods because mm. you, everyone knows I love the Whole Foods. If you ever want to send me anything, people, give me a Whole Foods gift card, please. Send it, email <laughs> it. We'll give you my address. I'll take but, an Aldi one. <laughs> great. <laughs> Um, you can go on their website, taylorshellfishfarms.com. They have an E-K-O-N-E sampler with has all the flavors. And I put them on crackers with a little cream cheese and hot sauce. Mm. And it's one of my favorite quick lunches. Wow. Um, mine is the Siete Lime Tortilla Chips. She's got so excited. Oh my God. Siete Family Foods. Have you had their no. stuff? Oh. So they're, um, cassava flour, mm-hmm. cassava... Mm. But they make tortillas with cashew flour. They make them with chickpea so flour. Good. They have non-dairy queso, like wow. white queso. Mm. Um, I buy it when it's on sale because it's a little pricey. But that those chips, <laughs> I just keep them, the lime ones specifically, I've been keeping them just in my pantry at all times when they I sell the need sea a salt snack. ones at Costco in a big bag. Oh, my mm. God. What Watch out, bitch. I'm yeah, coming. she's ruined. Yeah. How about you? What's your snack of 2019? Okie dokie. Well, I mean, thus far we have been talking, in all of our categories, we've been talking about things that, especially if you're local, you can go out and get. Mm-hmm. Um, and this doesn't really fit that category. I mean, I guess you could do this. But 2019 was the year that I first uh, left the country. Ah. Oh. Um, I went on an Alaskan cruise and we went through Canada. And so I had to get my passport. And, you know, Ooh, fancy. Uh, but on this cruise, I had... Um, Escargot for the first time. Mm. Oh, so good. It was so... Just garlic, man. It was garlicky. It was salty. It was delicious. And I can't, you know, speak to the cultivating processes of Norwegian cruise lines. I don't know if it was fresh (laughs) or if they get it in a box like everyone else. Mm -hmm. It was delicious. You know they have a really good escargot at Westport Bar Cafe and Bar? Really? Do they? Oh, yeah. I have to go try it. With crusty bread. Mm-hmm. They give it in that little escargot plate, which is basically like, you know the the ways that you can store eggs where it's like a platform that has little divots yeah. in it so that eggs can stand up? It's like that, but teeny for escargot mm-hmm. in like a 5 Then they put breadcrumbs, so much garlic, so much butter, and then you just have crusty bread. They're delicious. I really I will liked vouch. it. Like on that cruise, there was so much food to be eating mm-hmm. that I only got it once because there was so much that I wanted mm-hmm. to eat and try. But it got in my head. It's like, oh, that's not something that you hate. Like, you, let's go back and discover more escargot. We'll mm-hmm. all go. Got it. We'll yeah. have to go get some like sparkling rosé and some <laughs> escargot, like the sassiest bitches we are. <laughs> As she swirls her very schmancy crate and barrel <laughs> champagne flute. <laughs> oh, we're doing well. We love 2019. Yes. <laughs> well, we're getting into our last three categories, yes, folks. Oh, yeah, just like the end of the year. I know, we're winding up. Yeah, it just flew by. So this category, what do we call it? Trends that we are ready to say goodbye ah, to. Yes. Leave it in 2019. Leave it in 2019. Yes. See you later, mm-hmm. friends. What do you think? Uh, we're going to make another full circle moment here. Mm-hmm. This was something that sort of came to me as we were discussing um the different things that could go in this category. And mine is stan culture. Oh, please define. I don't even know what that means. So, you know, the etymology of the word stan Mm. is something that has, it is disputed from where it came from. Mm -hmm. I 
uh, I think I'm correct in saying very much like uh, Reed and very much like a couple of the other things that we now see floating around in mainstream culture mm -hmm. originated in the um, African-American Latinx gay community. Cool. Oh. There has been a lot of hot button topic or issue but appropriation uh -huh. of uh, that language mm. in mainstream culture today and uh -huh. because it's a minority in many cases a double minority we haven't really been able to reclaim that and it's not that big of a deal but a lot of people are walking around saying "Ooh, child she read you for filth and they don't know what they're talking about that's annoying um, but the term stan is it's it's sort of the next level after fan you know, you can be a fan of Beyonce, mm -hmm. oh. but if you are a Beyonce stan, you know her birthday, her sign, so the birthday of all of her kids, like beyond a super fan, well, like is always giving her, you know, money for merch. And it's like you, and more so, talking about stan culture is your desire to defend the person you stan against other people. Oh. And this is what stan culture is. Um, you know how a lot of these different celebrities will have a name for their fans, like Beyonce's fan are the Beehive, mm -hmm. and then Lady Gaga has the monster. Mm -hmm. and like everybody has these little factions these factions often without knowing without the celebrity knowing will be online fighting each yes. other about the legitimacy of these people's careers about their stats you know billboard numbers things mm -hmm. like that and it started as fun it's like i'm a beyonce stan i belong to this group and if you like who does carrie helson then you're stupid you know it could it started off very light but there have been people fighting in the streets Wow. wow! Over these people who do not know them, and further, just like hmm. the, the the importance and where you place these people in your lives, I think is very strange. Mm -hmm. But also, I think that it has destroyed online etiquette, if there ever was that to begin with. Mm. But the things that you will say to people for no good reason, mm -hmm. with this disconnect of technology in mm -hmm. front of you, has started to affect so much. I think, yeah. and so the idea of stan culture, the idea of loving one artist so much that you will go online and threaten the families of someone else who doesn't like their latest single, um, I think it's silly. I think it needs mm -hmm. to go. We say, "Girl, bye." How about you? So both of my trends tie into each other. Mm. The trend that I am ready to say goodbye to has to do with Instagram, and mm. it's going to take a lot of work from me, but the the trend of everybody's Instagram looking the exact same with the same filters, it all looks the same. Like, you start looking at things, and you're like, did I already see this account? <laughs> no, it's mm. a different person. But then it's my responsibility, those things make me unhappy, to go through and unfollow them. Yes. And, like, clean up my Instagram. That's a great one. So we're saying goodbye Say to goodbye uniformity. To uniformity and like mm -hmm. trying to fit in on this platform that is like <clears throat> purely about being yourself, but then mm -hmm. it's not about being yourself. Well, Instagram 2020 is going to be bringing a lot of changes to Instagram. Did you hear that the they likes? Are, yes, they're getting rid of the likes. Lex policy that only you can see that. I think that that mm -hmm. is going to. Well, I would like to think that it won't make a significant impact in how people interact with the right. platform, but I'm very surprised to see what it does to. Mm -hmm. um, because speaking as someone who grew up with access to technology it is i i will post something and i will be looking at the likes like i'm not going oh, to yeah. say that I'll, oh i just use this and let other people see no i'm very interested in who is liking when why but and to not it, see other people's likes exactly i think that that would be so help i know that it Huge. would be healthy for me i'm ready for it turn it on yes. <laughs> like ready for 2020 leaving that behind yeah. yes it's a good one what about yours i'm saying goodbye to diet culture yeah Ooh. i'm done with 
cleanses. Mm. I'm done with Whole 30s, even though I was a real pro Whole 30 person. Mm -hmm. I'm done with cutting out full food groups. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. with that, it's not just like a shame on you for doing that. It's just inviting a healthier person-by-person basis rather than one cookie-cutter way of being and getting healthy. Yes. So um, I'm done with following people who are promoting that Mm -hmm. and I'm down with promoting body positivity Mm -hmm. and all shapes and sizes and hoping that 2020 will, and I've seen it towards the end of 2019 of seeing representation in different shapes in pop culture, in television, that sort of thing. But I can't wait till it's not a thing anymore. And that's not going to be just within a year. But the Mm -hmm. diet culture, which you realize so quickly how much money they're making off of it, off of their books, off of their follows, off of their likes, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, is tremendous. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's massive. And it's Mm -hmm. wellness is now the new moneymaker. People are selling wellness left and right. Yes. Mind you, I'm a sucker for a lot of, like, look at me, these herbal tonics, like wellness products. I love trying them, but it's I'm done with saying no to things, and now I'm saying yes to things Absolutely. that make me feel good. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I'm saying. Goodbye. Yeah. I love that. Leaving diet culture in 2019. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. Girl, bye. That is excellent. <laughs> Thank you. How about our fourth? Yes, our fourth comes from Justin Barron. <laughs> hey. It's so funny that the trend that I am ready to say goodbye to is stand culture, but I use the word all the time. I'm like, yes, Justin, we stand Justin. <laughs> um, but we do, we stand Justin. At Justin <laughs> underscore or dash? Underscore Baron? Um, underscore, I think. Underscore. Justin underscore Baron 6 1. Mm-hmm. Follow him on Insta. And the trend that he is ready to let go in 2020 is cancel culture. Do we all know what cancel culture is? I'm pretty sure I described it too, Justin. Justin described it to me today. Oh, okay, so, so this is all recent. <laughs> I had to Google it. But yeah. I mean, it's months real. ago, I had Googled it, but it's, it is real. It's a saying no mm-hmm. to things we don't like. Well, it, it is It is that uh, at its core, but and especially the culture aspect of it is us as a society, as a unit of people, mm. no longer supporting, especially monetarily, mm-hmm. people who have openly um, either made a mistake or is not uh, rectifying their mistake. And you say something is canceled. Mm-hmm. So my example when he was explaining with it was I was like, J.K. Rowling, canceled. Canc- right. Because if you don't know, don't sorry know. to get political, mm. she just came out as a, she put out a tweet as a turf. What is that? Um, which is a trans-exclusionary radical feminist, very common in Great Britain right now apparently, um, where she believes, and this is absolutely not what 4B The Thing stands for, just be very clear that trans basically you cannot change sexes the way you are born is the sex you are and they do not support anyone identifying as anything different um you have to label yourself as that like you you believe that so much that you're like i'm labeling myself yeah it's called turf (gasps) it's being a turf um but jk rowling just came out in support of this woman it's a long story but she made a tweet um and basically what people are saying is I guess she's canceled. Canceled because they're like, you can still like Harry Potter, but you don't buy books new, buy them secondhand, Mm. don't see movies in, they said the cinema because it was a British publication, (laughs) but don't go to the movies. Basically, monetarily, you're saying Mm -hmm. supporting. Mm -hmm. Um, 
if don't do Pottermore anymore because she makes money off wow. of that. But you can still enjoy the work that she created and the fictional world. But J.K. Rowling, what are you doing? I know. And that's the Come thing. And for me, like, I agree with this to a certain degree, but I really wish that there was a middle ground that I guess I could call disappointment culture. <laughs> disappointment! Yeah. Just because, the, 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 and the reason, I think, that Justin wants to see this gone is because people are so quick to it now. Um, if Even yes. before we get the whole story, we can say, like, oh, that person is canceled. And then right. as more things come out, it's like, oh, this wasn't exactly what we thought it was, and now right. we've gone on this whole witch hunt Where instead about of, person, like, creating, like, a curiosity and understanding of a different perspective, you're just saying, screw that you're exactly canceled. because of this little bit of information i have the headline that i read enough but i think that people who really <laughs> when i think about this when i think about all the people who are still have celebrities who are having successful thriving careers despite the atrocities that they have clearly and openly committed to other people it's like this is where cancel culture needs to remain intact like that guy that you told me about the NFL dude with the dogs. Michael Vick. Oh, To me, my that dude God. is canceled. Canceled. He's canceled. Very Take reasonably canceled. 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 <laughs> Cancel them. Like, well, Harvey Weinstein. I did it. Cancel. Like, these people who need to go down and stay down, who are still out here. Trump, you canceled. Yeah. Cancel him. <laughs> Said it. We did. We canceled him. That's him a long time ago. Recently. So, like, oh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> he's literally canceled. We call it something cuter. It's called impeached. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I understand wanting to... I, I think what this comes from is getting our facts straight before we jump to right. a conclusion and trying to force other people to jump to a conclusion yes. too because shame is a big part of it as well, right? Mm. Um, when all of the, when the Michael Jackson uh, documentaries yeah. came out with oh. the uh, two kids uh, who are now fully adults who did their documentary, a lot of people were like, okay, here's one of your guys' favorites. Are we canceling him? Right. And that became a big discussion, especially among the African-American community. Like, Oh, interesting. You know, like, yeah. you need to cancel this person, but do we know everything? That person is no longer with us. Whitney mm-hmm. Houston, we went through a similar thing, you know? Um, and so it's it, it's dangerous, but I wish there was I wish there was a disappointment. I wish we could say... Disappointed. Um, I'm disappointed in you, and oh. I'm not going to support this, but that doesn't mean that if I do end up listening to one of your songs or if I do end up buying your products, it doesn't mean that I'm a bad person, per se. If someone you know? told me that they were disappointed in me... My parents used to, and man. That would break <laughs> yeah. me. Yeah. Disappointed. We're that's bringing more it. Than canceled. Yeah, that's, that's See, stronger. I think that's a but that's <laughs> a great description of it. I really enjoy. It. I I think that's a great discussion. So number nine, the last one with our listeners. Flipping it. Oh wait, no, not yet. Wait. Right? Did you? Right here. Did I say? Did that? everyone get to say their thing? Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. great. <laughs> the final one with the listeners before we oh, launch yes. into our more personal ones yes. is what? Friends, Dana? you are welcoming into twenty twenty. Welcome in it. Welcome in. Um, I'll just start with mine. Okay, great. Um, (laughs) on the flip side of Nicole talking about getting rid of cleanses, the tech cleanse, I've seen people talk about that, but specifically me, I'm trying to, um, not so much limit how much I use my phone during the day, because I don't think that's going to happen right now, but not using it right when I wake up in the morning. Mm. I've heard so many people talk about like morning routines. And that's becoming very trendy to talk about your morning routine. And I want to have a morning routine that I stick to. Um, And I recently heard on some podcast where it was talking about the effects it has. I think it was on, oh, I'm going to butcher it. It was on a podcast. And they were talking about the effects scrolling through something, emails, text, whatever it is. Go help yourself talked about it. Right. Mm -hmm. There's something where it switches your brain from, like, the waking up morning brain to a stressed out brain. Mm. Just 
going through the scrolling. And so if that's how you're starting your day, it's going to set you off on the wrong foot. Um, so that's my trend. The tech cleanse in the morning and like having a morning routine. For 2020. For 2020. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's healthy. Yeah. The trend I want to invite into 2020 is the trend of non-binary inclusion. Mm. Of just being more thoughtful and curious about pronouns. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I screw up, um, but I try to be aware of when I do and be curious about it and not put pressure on someone who is non-binary to educate me, but rather educate myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but also ask questions with an open mind and an open heart. Um, things are changing in the world and you either get stuck and fight it or you continue to grow with it. And especially being in theater in the arts, especially being an educator, mm-hmm. I want to find the best ways that I can make people feel welcome. Mm. So, uh, that's the trend that I'm hoping to invite into 2020. Absolutely. Not just for me, but just the, the community as a whole. Not just in the arts. Yeah. Not just because you have to, but because we need to as a country. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Uh, the trend that I want to invite in 2020 is the idea I sort of got from that Read podcast that mm-hmm. I listened to. But it is the trend of giving people their roses while they're still with us. I want more (laughs) tributes. I want more recognition of people exactly where they're at Uh and recognizing who they are. Like the idea of what you would say to somebody at their funeral. Yeah. But while they're here, like let them hear that. Wow. Um, And I think that we can do that for uh, celebrities and icons and just honor them while they're still like giving them their actual tributes. But I think among the people in your own life, like Mm -hmm. I want to throw more parties on Tuesday for my friend who made it through Monday. Mm -hmm. You know, just like honor what we're doing in the moment because so often we can get so caught up in ourselves and we can get so caught up in what is happening that is bad um, that we truly don't get an opportunity to think about the things that we have accomplished and the things that we have achieved. And even then, it's one thing for you to do that and say to yourself, "Have some." it's important to have some self-care time and be like, this is what I accomplished throughout my week. I should feel good about this. But I think it is... it can make a friendship so much richer to have other people say, I have noticed that this is what you have been doing and I want to honor that in your life. And just do that more often. Make that not such a special thing. It's like, I see you. I acknowledge. I'm going to give you your roses. I want to do more of that God, next year. I'm going to cry. <laughs> That's a really beautiful one. We've had a lot of recent deaths in the theater community. Yes. Like unexpected deaths of people that I knew, but not super intimately. Mm-hmm. And I've been thinking a lot about that of like, these people left quickly too quickly and then to see the praise and what what came to the surface for everyone as a community of what stood out Mm -hmm. was like powerful and also so heartbreaking yeah so i love that idea Mm -hmm. and being able to express that and celebrate other people in an authentic way is so genius yes Oh, Darrington, what a good one. And I'll share the, yes, the fourth yes, one. Yeah. Um, this comes from at the Beeper Keeper, who happens to be my brother. Hi, brother. <laughs> my little brother, James. Um, and I loved what he said. He doesn't listen to podcasts, so I don't think he's listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> but he wants to welcome uh, the trend into 2020 of any traditional feminine, he put in quotes, feminine style entering into 
quote, masculine culture or fashion. I love that. Mm-hmm. Me too. I love that idea mm-hmm. of stopping, g- stop gendering clothing. Yes, mm-hmm. it's random. Yes. It, it doesn't, literally doesn't make sense. No. no. And inviting the feminism into the masculism, or rather the feminine into the masculine, the masculine into the feminine. Yes. I thought that's a really great mm-hmm. one to welcome into 2020. So cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. perfect. That's a great year ahead if we yeah, do those if we can four manage that. things. God, yeah, right? <laughs> and finally, as we wrap up our best of 2019, mm-hmm. and man, I get weird. I just, I get very sentimental about endings and beginnings. I do. Yeah, you do. I know. I have a hard time letting things go. That's and very also, sweet. Sort it of. Is. There's, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but our favorite, uh, favorite one, our final one is just for us three to talk about is just our favorite personal discoveries of 2019, of things that we discovered for ourselves, mm-hmm. um, about ourselves, and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So is anyone moved to start us off? I can do that. Go for it, I Darrington. I can do that for us. Woo. Don't want to get crazy deep. <laughs> um, but I, I have discovered that there are like extra regions and layers in my mind that when I was younger, I locked away. Mm. And I now have the capacity to go back and analyze them. Mm. It's like, I'm such a nerd, but in video game language, Mm -hmm. you know, if you like walk up to a door (laughs) and you try to open it and you can't. And so you leave Mm -hmm. and you go and you play more of the game and you level up and you're stronger and then you find something and you're like, oh, this is what I need. And you go back to that door and now you can open it. That has been me this year. I uh, lost my mother when I was very young and went through a lot of uh, traumatic experiences on on, uh, the spectrum of the trauma scale that I didn't even realize that I hid. And it wasn't until recently, I don't know what it was about this year, if it was the shows that I got to do and the experiences and the the, the community and the traveling that I'd done, I don't know what had happened, but I was just sitting at home and I was going back to these memories that I had not accessed for years. And I could call things what they were. I was like, Mm. oh, that was trauma. That was disrespect. That was abuse. Suddenly I was replaying all of these things that I had lived, but now I was having the vocabulary for them. And I was beginning to say, oh, Maybe the reason that this is happening to me now is because I didn't handle this the right way then. And I think that it has been amazing exposure and support and encouragement of therapy. Mm. I think that it has been, this is not nationwide, but I feel personally there's been quite a taboo lifted on self-care and resting. My friends are always on me about doing too much and working too hard. (laughs) Like you have to take a moment to rest. And I think this year is the first year I really started to internalize that. And it has been so interesting for me now to go back and 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 look at things now that I found that key, you know, in later mm-hmm. levels. And I can go back and unlock things and really try and get to the bottom of some of the deeper stuff that's been happening. But it has been a wild list of personal discoveries that I've had just with, with the wisdom and knowledge that I have now applying it to the past. Ugh, that is a level up. It, yeah. That's you have a superpower. <laughs> I know. Did you do that on your own? Yeah. Were you literally just sitting at home? Like you took yes. yourself through therapy. I sort of did. I was just, I sort of sat back and I thought, I don't know, even know how it crossed my mind, but something that had happened to me when I was 13, I was like, I suddenly like looking at it objectively, it's mm-hmm. like, I understand what that is. I, I now know what to call that. And now I can process really what it did. Um, 
You are an amazing person. That's crazy. Awesome. (laughs) That's a great personal discovery. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it's pretty crazy. And I'm still, you know, very much going down Uh that, but uh, yeah, the idea of, I I invite you to try it, listener, and Nicole and Deanna, let go back to a memory, one of the earliest memories you have, and play it for yourself, and see if now you can see something that you didn't before. Mm. It is so interesting to do. Wow. That's a great one. What a great memory from 2019. Mm Mm-hmm. How about you, Dana? You're dropping those bombs. (laughs) That's great. I love it. Um... My discovery has come later in this year, um, and it's really just that I have found that I need to be fulfilled in my personal life, not only just my career. Mm. Uh, you know, being in the theater for so much, you're just constantly looking for the next job and the next thing, and going through university life in the theater program I feel like ingrains in you that like that's all that matters yes you must always be working. you must always be working and you don't need to worry about anything else because that's all that matters if you're gonna be doing anything else that's what you should be doing it's also very American to identify with your profession yeah yes where you're like this is what I am because this is where I spend most of my time and that's it yeah um and just this year I'm finding like wow, I have an entire life ahead of me that I want to do things in that don't involve theater. Mm -hmm. They involve family and travel and friends, and that has nothing to do with my career. Uh, And that I need to be very, very happy in that because that's the majority of my life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's great. I love that. So So I'm going to focus on that more this year. Beautiful. This coming year. Mine has been recognizing my superpowers Mm. and recognizing that they're super. So Mm -hmm. I have uh, an ability to lead and put things Mm -hmm. in motion that never existed in the world. And for a lot of things that I discovered I've been good at, what has been the biggest shock is thinking, always thinking that everybody else is good at the same things. There's nothing special about what I am able to do. And then realizing, oh, shoot, You're right. this makes me unique. Mm-hmm. That's not true. Mm-hmm. And so um, recognizing my superpowers of, um, of building community, of connecting with different types of people, of being able to communicate, and to be able to take something creative in my brain and bring it, breathe it into existence. Mm. Um, and celebrating that mm-hmm. rather than, you know, being like, it's not enough. Right. Because mm-hmm. my brain very often says it's never enough. It's not yeah. enough to think of the idea. It's not enough to put it into motion. It has to be good. It has to be perfect. It has to be the best. But um, with starting something like Sunday Script Circle, which has mm-hmm. been like three and a half years now, of bringing community together to read plays, to start this podcast mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. scratch. And knowing it won't be perfect. Right. Mm -hmm. And knowing it's going to be a little janky. But um, recognizing what makes me different and using that to help kind of press me forward and move me forward in motion has been my 2019. And so doing that and practicing that, I think, will only make 2020 a more fulfilling and... I don't know, rich year. Yeah, that's excellent. That's so smart. 
Thank you. <laughs> and for everyone listening, Sunday Script Circle. It is. It is, is the reason that I know the both of you. Yeah. And so many people have said it is their favorite yes. thing in Kansas City. So many people. Yes. And you started that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I was, for all of these things I'm listing, I was so afraid. Mm-hmm. Like, so scared. And so I have to remember when I'm talking about these things, like, fear is good. Yes. It's, yeah. It is good. So if you're sitting there, I mean, I feel like at the end of every one of these podcast mm-hmm. interviews we do, it's like, oh, shoot, we feel inspired. We could do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you're fearful about it, there's a reason. It's because it's new. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean it should stop you in your tracks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so you can create things and mm-hmm. you can follow through and you can do it with people you love and you feel connected to. Mm-hmm. And the most important part is creating a community, whether it's one person next to you or a room full of people next to you. That's it, man. The body of Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The mixture of our Prosecco and this conversation. It is just. Has led me to this most internal place. <laughs> A lot of emotion. Which is not good for the podcast. A lot of emotion. <laughs> you know? I, we just stared at Nicole. Yeah. It was a, a, a long stillness. <laughs> it's so smart. It's so good. And I hope that even me looking back. Even like six months from now, that I'll remember these things to yeah. be like, listen, you've got it permanently I'm doing on a podcast. Yeah, you can always go back Girlfriend. reference. Yeah. And thank you, Deanna, for doing this podcast with me. Oh, thank mm. you, Nicole, for d- getting it started. Forever <laughs> the Things started in 2019, That's and we right. can only go up. And thank you, Darrington, yes. Thanks for being yes. on now for thank my you. listeners. Where can people follow you, Darrington? Sure, absolutely. You can find me on Instagram at DarringTune. D-A-R-R-I-N-G-T-U-N-E. Um, I should get a website. You know, it's once cool, that's right? once that's put up and we together, I'll send that to you. Yeah, yeah, but Instagram yeah. gets a lot done. Yeah, yeah it does. So. Darrington has also been featured on the MC Who podcast. <laughs> yes. MC W H O. You can find it on any place you listen to your podcasts. Um, thank you all mm-hmm. for a wonderful 2019. Thanks for listening. We'll have all these details in the show notes. Ooh. We hope you continue to listen on. Yes, and we're grateful do. for you. Happy 2019. New Year. New Year is my favorite holiday. It used to be Christmas, but now it is uh, New Year's Eve because it is the only time in the year I think that everyone on Earth is on board with the idea of changing for the better. Mm. I love that. For one night, everyone mm-hmm. believes that they can make themselves stronger than before. Like it's the only time that happens. I love New Year's. I love New Year's Eve. Well, cheers to you all, and let's all tell them. Happy New Year. Ready? Yes. Happy Happy New New Year. Year!